Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. You guys ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yeah. Well, it's good to see you guys. Uh, this, this morning, this morning, I'm going to start a new series on Easter. What a better day to, uh, what a great day to start a new series. Amen? Uh, I, as, I was, as I was praying about this series and just thinking about, uh, not just this series, but this day, uh, this series came to mind. It's something that I've had in my heart since last year. And, uh, and I, I have always constant uh, material that I want to bring to our church and just not enough year to do it with. And so I've got, I've got a huge list of things. And so this was on my heart, and I, I felt like this was the time, the time to bring it. And, and I, I really believe because people need breakthrough. Uh, there's maybe in your life you're going through some situations that you just need a breakthrough. It may be financial. It may be in your marriage. It may be physically where you're going through something physical and you need a breakthrough where you need God to do something uh, in a significant way. And I, I don't know where you're at and, and maybe where you're at today, but I know throughout our life we're going to need breakthroughs in our life. We're going to face some obstacles, we're going to face some walls, we're going to face some situations where we need, we need some breakthrough. Uh, all of humanity needed a breakthrough. They needed a breakthrough through sin. Uh, you know, humanity was, uh, destined, for, for a, was destined for hell uh, without, without a Savior. And so Jesus came and he made a way so that we could, so that we could have breakthrough through sin. And so that we could be forgiven, so that we could have a relationship with God. And so he started this, and, and he, he wasn't through when he went to the cross and, and with our lives, and just, just to, it wasn't enough to just get us saved. There's, there's, thank God, thank God for salvation. How many of you agree with that? that? That we get to go to heaven, that we have that opportunity to receive Christ in our life, but there's so much more that he wants to do in our lives. And there's so much more that he wants to reveal in our lives. And so I'm so grateful that he didn't just, he didn't just stop there and say, you're forgiven and, and you get to go to heaven. And while you're here, you just tough it out. You just go through life and, and you know, make the best of it. <laughs> and some of us are here. We're, we're, we're just made, trying to make the best out of what we have. And I'm here to tell you that you can have victory just like we sung on that last song. We can have victory in our lives. We can have breakthrough. And so I, when I think of Easter, when I think of Resurrection Day, I think about not only, not only that Jesus went to the cross and that he died and he was buried and was raised from the dead on our behalf so that we could be forgiven, but I also think of much more than that. It's so that we, while we're here on this earth, can have a life of, of victory, a life where we can be uh, full of joy and satisfaction and peace and fulfillment and happiness and so much more. He, he wants that in our relationships. I'm going to tell you that there are people here that are in constant battle within. You're battling things inside of you. There's this constant war taking place. And, and as a result, you know what it does? It causes wars outside of you. It causes wars in your relationships. And so you're, you're constantly fighting with one another, and it's unfortunate. And, and, and I'm here to tell you that God has a life for you that is, is, is an abundant life doesn't mean that it's without problems and challenges, but it does mean that you can overcome those problems and challenges in your life. And that's the good news of the gospel, that he wants us to have victory. Amen? Yeah. 
And so I, I, don't, I don't want us to just settle. There's far too many people just settling, just accepting what, they, what comes their way. And I'm here to tell you, you need to get, you need to get, uh, you need to get mad about it. You need to get fired up. <laughs> and, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a story where Jesus ministered uh, to, to uh, this crowd, and he was ministering to this crowd, and, and there were some guys that, that knew that they needed to get this guy to Jesus because Jesus had the answer to his need. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus has the answer to your need, and that's why I've entitled today, Get to Jesus. Whatever you do, whatever, you need, whatever need you have in your life, get to Jesus. He is the one that can resolve every problem that you will ever encounter in life. Get to Jesus. Get to Him. Get to Him. And so let's pick up in Mark chapter 2, and we'll start with verse 1. It says, and again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was, it was, it was hard that, I mean, it was, it was, excuse me, it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. And then he came, get this, get what was stated here. Then they came to him. We need to get to Jesus. Then they came to him, bringing the paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof, the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, some of you need a breakthrough. And I'm going to tell you, there's some things that you got to break through before you have your breakthrough. And so they broke through the roof. They let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And then some religious people began to pipe up and say some things. Jesus addressed it. It confronted them. And then he went on, and I'm going to pick up the story because I don't really want to get into that this morning. But in verse 11, it says, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went out in the presence of them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this. We never saw anything like this. Can I tell you that in your life, all you have seen is probably just the problems that you've encountered for so long. And there's more than God wants to do that you've never seen anything like it. He wants to do that in each and every one of our lives. But like this paralytic, we need to get to Jesus. We need to make sure that we get to him so that we get the answer to what we have need of in our lives. And so I want you to understand something about, I, I want you to understand something about Jesus and the Lord. That, that the, Bible, the Bible declares in, in, in a couple of places of scripture that one of the names of the Lord is, is Breakthrough. The Lord of breakthrough or the master of breakthrough. And he wants you to break through. He wants you to break through. And I'm going to tell you that he is your breakthrough. Too many times we try to find breakthroughs through many other avenues and many other ways. And it only leaves us frustrated and disappointed and discouraged. But if you can get to Jesus, that's where you're going to find your breakthrough. A matter of fact, Scripture tells us in John chapter 14, verse 6, 
It says, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Notice it doesn't say that I am a way. I am I am a way. It doesn't say that. It says, I am the way. He is the way to your breakthrough. He is the way that you're going to find breakthrough in your life. And so what I want to do today is I want to share some things on why, why we should get to Jesus. Why is it that we should get to Jesus? First of all, number one, the first thing I want you to understand is that Jesus is our way maker. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He's our way maker. You might look at your circumstances and, and say this, there's just no way. Have you ever said that before? Or heard somebody say that? There's just no way. There's no way that that will happen. There's no way that that can happen. Maybe you've said it this way, that there is no way that we can do that. Have you maybe said that before? Or maybe you said this, there's no way that we can get out of that. And I'm here to tell you that He will make a way for you. He will make a way for me. He'll make a way for any one of us because He is not a respecter of persons. If He's done it for others, He'll do it for you and I. You know, I think about, um, I think about Moses and the children of Israel when they were delivered out of Egypt. They came up to a Red Sea and, and there seemed to be no way. But I'm here to tell you that the way maker made a way. He made a way, he opened up the sea, and I'm here to tell you, he'll open up the sea for you if need be. Whatever he needs to do in your life, it isn't just a good story. Many times we read these stories and we think, oh, that's just a good story. I'm here to tell you that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for those in the past, he'll do for us today. Amen? Amen? And I'm not, just, I'm not just up here just saying words, I'm up here giving you life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He wants to bring truth to us so that He can make that way for us. He is the way maker. Amen? Amen. He wants to make a way for you. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. Isaiah 43, verse 16, and then 18 and 19. It says, Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. Notice here that it says that He is the Lord that makes a way in the sea and the path through the mighty waters. Verse 18, it says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. I know it's been like that for you. I maybe, maybe you've been like that for a long time. But don't look at those things from your past. Don't look. I don't care if your past was two minutes ago. Don't look at those things of the past. Look at where he wants to take you. Amen? So it says, don't look at those things. It says, but God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted. Oh, excuse me. It says, behold, I will, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert if need be. Whatever you need, he will do it because he is a way maker. Another scripture, 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. It says, any temptation you face will be nothing new. Whatever you're going through, other people have gone through also. And so be, be aware of that. And it goes on to say, but God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can handle, but he will always provide a way of escape so that you will be able to endure and keep moving forward. He will always make a way because he is the way maker. Amen? Amen. Isn't that good? Yes, 
You know, many of us are facing some situations in our life, and we've been there for a long time. And I'm here to tell you, get to Jesus because he is the way maker. I remember uh, years ago, I was thinking about this. I was even talking, about, uh, talking to my wife about it this morning. It's been about 22 years ago, I believe it was, where uh, my, my wife went for her regular mammogram, and, and when she went for her mammogram, she, uh, they discovered a lump in her chest. And, uh, and so that wasn't good news because she's had a couple of sisters that had, to, uh, that had uh, breast cancer and has had to uh, have surgery and have you know, parts of their body removed if you understand what I'm talking about. And so she had a two, two sisters that had, had that take place, and she actually, one of those two sisters later on, uh, contracted uh, cancer, and it took her life. And her mother, her, her mother died of cancer, my, mother, my wife's mother. And so it, it, was, it was quite a, you know, when you hear that news, it's like, wow, you get attacked in your thinking. And so being people of faith, and we believe that people of faith, when people of faith pray for people in faith, that miracles do happen. And so I laid hands on my wife, and we just began to declare the word of the Lord over her life. And, and in the process of time, the doctor continued to have her come in and, and have, uh, have uh, uh, x-rays taken. And, and each time, it just showed that, that growth. And, and so uh, they scheduled a time for her to come in and have, have it, you know, to have surgery. And she didn't want surgery. We just continued to pray and just believe God that God was going to, uh, remove that off of her. And, 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 and you know, humanly speaking, it may, there may not be a way uh, for it to just disappear on its own. You, you understand what I'm saying? And, and so, so, but we know the way maker, that he can make a way, even when, when it may not seem to be any way. And so we, we just continue to pray, and, and she went in even the day before surgery was scheduled, and again, had those x-rays, and there it was, it was there. And so we went in, they, uh, she, she, uh, they prepped her and was still believing God that she wasn't going to have to go through surgery, and she goes, and they prep her and give her the medication to put her under and that type of stuff, and and, uh, and so anyway, she goes in there and they start, they put these needles in her, but right before they're, they're to locate what I understand, to locate the, whatever it's called, uh, yeah, the mass and, and to locate it. And so they put one needle in and then they, I, they took an x-ray, they put another needle in, took an x-ray and somewhere in between the second needle and the third needle, it disappeared in the second, third x-ray, it disappeared and, and it, it just vanished. And, and, and the doctors were just like, wow, some, we, we have no idea what happened, no idea. Uh, the doctor called another doctor, I don't have any idea. Well, I do. We know the way maker. That he makes a way where there seems to be no way. Amen? And, and I'm here to tell you, I don't know what circumstance you're in, but he will make a way for you. Because that's the God that we serve. He's a way maker. And, and too often we just settle for things in our life just because, because maybe it may be common among humanity. We just settle and we just receive it in our life. And I'm saying, I'm saying to you, if it's not God's best, don't settle for it. Amen? Amen? So Jesus is a way maker. Why get to Jesus? Because he's a way maker. Secondly, I want you to understand why we need to get to Jesus is because Jesus makes our way perfect. 
not only will He make a way for us, but the way that we're on, He will perfect those things in our life. And, and I love this about the Lord. Second uh, Samuel twenty two thirty three says, God is my strength and power, and He makes my way perfect. He makes my way perfect. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I looked up that word perfect because I wanted to understand what it means. That word perfect means he's going to finish it, he's going to complete it, he's going to make it whole. In other words, he's going he's to make things right. Those things that are not right in your life, those circumstances that are not right, when we get to Jesus, he'll make them right. And you know what? Those guys that brought this paralytic to Jesus knew that he was going to take those things that weren't, weren't right in his life and he was going to make them right. He was going to complete that healing in his life. God's put healing in our bodies anyway. I mean, you cut yourself, guess what? What goes into effect? Healing starts taking place. And he wants that in every area of our lives. He wants it in our relationships, our finances, what, our businesses, wherever it is in our life. He wants to perfect those things that concern you and I. Right. Psalm 138 verse 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. A promise that God gave me years ago. Years ago, I was going through one of the most difficult times in my life. A lot of things were happening, and, and uh, the, we, I had been attacked in many ways, but the biggest thing that, was, that I was uh, confronted with is that uh, I was married for a few years and, and had my son, uh, which is, was a little boy. I still have dreams of my son, and every time I have a dream of my son, he's always a little boy. I've never had a, a, a dream of my son at the age of 32 as he is today. He's, he's always a little boy. And I don't know why, but, uh, but I had the privilege of raising my son for uh, six years uh, as a single parent before, my, before my, uh, God brought my wife to me. And, and, uh, and so, it, you know, but the, the struggle that we were having is that uh, I was married before and, and, and uh, uh, when divorce papers were served to me, one of the things that was going to take place is that my ex-wife was going to get my son. I said, no way. No way. I, I, I want to raise him. I want to bring him up in the admonition and nurture of the Lord. I want to bring him up in the things of God. And, and I'm not going to get into that whole testimony, that whole story. But uh, the, the long story short is, is that God made a way and he perfected those things that concern me. And he gave me custody of my son. He gave me custody of my son. And I was able to raise my son in the things of God. And, 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 and I'm so grateful for that. Why? And, and let me tell you, I believe one of the reasons why is because during one of the darkest times during that time, God gave me this word. He gave me this scripture. And he says, I will perfect those things that concern you. And I began to claim that. I began to look to God, not to man, because man, I had no one. I had no one to turn to. I looked to, I, I, went, I went to the best of the best of lawyers and not one of them would represent me. Not one of them. And so I said, God, I'm, I'm going to turn to you. You said you'd perfect those things that concern me. I ask you to perfect those things. And you know what? He did. And he perfected those things that concern me. And I'm here to tell you that God is good. And the reason is, is he's big. John 14, 1 says this. It says, let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. 
We have to have faith in Jesus. We have to have faith in Him in order to receive from Him. The Bible says if you can believe, in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, it says if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. The Bible says with, it with, uh, for with God nothing will be impossible. Proverbs 3, 4, and 5, or 5 and 6 says trust the Lord with all your heart. Not just some, not just where it's convenient, but with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Proverbs 4.18 says, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Your day is going to get brighter and brighter because he perfects those things concerning you, but you have to believe it. You've got to believe that God is much bigger, much greater, much powerful, more powerful than your problem or your situation. And so with that being said, I've got this little video clip, and then I'm going to come up and close this off in this video clip, I say little video clip, it's about five minutes, but it just shows how big God is. God is massive. Your problem is nothing but, I mean, it's nothing to, it's like a, a piece of sand to God. He can take care of it, no problem whatsoever. So watch this, watch this clip.
Isn't that good? Well, here's, here's what I want to do, because there are people in here that need to get to Jesus. You need to get to Jesus. You need to get to the way maker, and you need to get to the one that will make your way perfect. Without him, I'm here to tell you, your life is lacking greatly. So here's what I want to do. I asked you earlier to get your communication cards. Go ahead and grab them if you wouldn't mind. Every one of us, everyone in here, if you wouldn't mind, please get in a communication card. Grab you a pen, and on that pen, I mean on that communication card, put your name and uh, in, in your information. If I don't have your information, put it on here. If, if you're, especially if you're new to Church on Move, I want to send out a letter to you just saying thank you for being here. And uh, let you know a little bit more information about uh, Church on the Move. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna get, to get a survey to you in just a moment. I want you to take, okay? And, uh, and so let's go ahead and fill that out. While you're doing that, let me make note. Next week, next week we're going to have water baptism. Some of you need to follow through. You've given your life to Christ. You need to follow through with water baptism. On this card, you can also mark on there that I want to be water baptized. And what you can do is you can come and be water baptized. Now, if you are with a family, I only need one of you to fill out the... the I need all of you to fill out a card, but only one of you to fill out all the information as far as the address or whatever, okay? Uh, although I wouldn't know if you are with somebody. So you better fill it out, okay? <laughs> Duh. Unless the name's the same, huh? Uh, anyhow... Uh, if you want to be water baptized, next week we're going to do water baptism, okay? Now, here's the survey. Here's what we're going to do, and you can fill this out. Here's the survey. There's an A, B, C, or D about the middle of the front of that page. And on A, if this identifies you, I'm already a, in a real relationship with Jesus, then you check the letter A. If, if, if that does not identify you, maybe B will identify you. I'm beginning a real relationship with Jesus today. Today you want to get to Jesus. Maybe you're not right with him, but today you want to get right with him. Today, mark that. Or maybe your letter C. I'd like to consider it a little bit more. Maybe you're at a place right now, I don't know, I don't know about this Jesus thing. I, I just don't understand. I know that... Uh, Easter is about his resurrection, but I'm just not quite there yet. And this identifies you, just mark that, okay? And then letter D, if this identifies you, then be bold enough to write this down. I don't ever intend to make that decision, okay? And I'm going to tell you, letter C and letter D, I'm going to be praying for you, all right? I'm going to be praying for you that, that God would just reveal himself to you, all right? So here's what I want to do. If you mark letter B, if you mark letter B and that identifies you, we're going to pray a prayer, and this prayer needs to be your prayer commitment that you're making to the Lord today. Okay, you got it? So right now I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and, and let's pray and, and, and make that decision today. Let's all pray this, Father. In Jesus' name. 